0: The quiet of a thousand
1: nights falls upon your ears. An idea will betray you. Your
2: secrets are not yours alone.
1: An abyss opens beneath your cradle, and the torch will sputter into darkness. You will hold the myth of life in your hands, and you will drive the chariot of winter.
3: Soul Story. Jared gave a tell-all about the sewer. Well, a tell-most-all. He left out Felix being a bit more dead than the last time Hopkins saw him. Al wandered on down and met Jericho Darlington, the lead of the Guild Bounty Department. Jericho was impressed by Al's single-handed collection of rat-tails and offered him a new job that Jared won't be happy to hear about. Rosa fought with Al over being paid her fair share of his promised wages. Felix, not wanting to create much of a scene, collected his things from his office and suffered an awkward apology from Hopkins. After our adventure, surely our fate would get a chance to rest now. Listen, and you may just find out. Welcome to Soul Story, a Through the Breach actual play podcast set in the world of Malifaux. Today I'm joined by... Moose, playing Felix.
2: Spencer, playing Jared.
1: Bam Bam, playing Albert Long. I'm Logan, playing Rosa.
3: And I'm Alex, your Fate Master today. Uh, so when when we ended, everyone kind of split up, right?
2: Yep. Yep. Yes.
3: Felix went back to his house.
1: Rosa's a wage slave.
3: Yeah, she's working. Al was going to go see Alice. Dude. Right? Mm-hmm. Or was he going after Jared to the Thornick? It was one of those two.
0: No, no, yeah, I was going to see Alice.
3: Okay, and then Jared was going to Thorne.
0: Yes. Yeah, I told him I'd meet him there, I just wanted to... Go see your boo. Yeah, because I wanted to go before we almost went to our deaths in the sewer, but we didn't, so... uh, It's like, (laughs) I I live, so I feel like I still need to go check up (laughs) on (laughs) her.
3: Okay, well then, I'm trying to decide who I want to start with today. We'll just start with Felix. You return to your apartment. And... There is a letter attached to your door. Or I guess it's probably one, like there's no scotch tape. So it's like kind of stuck in the, the corner. Uh, it's a nice envelope. There is a purple seal on it.
0: I take the
3: note. The note. I sniff the note. It smells <laughs> like a note. <gasps> you fiend! <laughs> Do you examine the seal at all or just pop it? Yeah,
0: he's going to look at it.
3: Go ahead... And give me a history check. Hooray.
0: That is a
3: 13 of masks. You've heard of the Arcanists before. Mostly rumblings, uh, because of that voodoo you do. Mm-hmm. You, you've you heard of them. Did you ever try to reach out to the Arcanists?
0: Mm, probably not.
3: And they haven't tried to seek you out until now. You've been here three years, and this is the first time you're ever seeing, seeing something from them be delivered to you. Rude. Do you open the letter? Uh, Carefully. Carefully?
0: Not to damage the seal.
3: Okay. Able to. It's just just a normal normal letter. There's nothing. Glitter bomb. (laughs) (laughs) Anthrax! (laughs) Inside it reads, The arcanists do not take you for a fool. Meet our representative at the rose parlor before the sun sets. Oh,
0: damn it. I'm not welcoming the sunshine. (laughs) My fair skin. (laughs) I will tuck that. In the inside pocket of my duster mm-hmm. opened my apartment set down my office goodies and what time is it now
3: i think we said it was like one or two early afternoon
0: dm question answer how interesting is the rose would there be like soirees or something that's interesting to go to so have i haven't been there before
3: um possibly so so the rose being across the street from thorn yeah. it's super fancy as well as place that has a dress code to it They, I would say, have like music. It's a little bit of a gambling hall. It's not a brothel.
0: But it's not the honeypot.
3: But it's not the honeypot. Okay. Yeah.
0: So I'll get dressed in my tux Mm -hmm. and my top hat. Okay. Because I'm sure he has one. Mm hmm. And I'll pull the collar of my nice smoking jacket. Dacket? My jacket. My (laughs) jacket. My jacket up. And I'll just actually go wait. Okay. There. Stroll along. Okay. Yelled at by some punk with a metal Oh y- arm. Oi.
3: No hey. hey, mister.
0: Hey, mister. Oi, mister.
1: Oy, oh, mister.
3: mister. <laughs> but yeah. what does Putnam want with it? I need to know.
1: You'll never know. Uh, he tried to stop me, but I'm like, no, I'm cold and dead. Soon this game will only have moose as players. <laughs> <laughs> never.
3: No show forever from on on. I do
0: No, please. No.
1: No, R- no. Remember Al? Remember Al? Not Moose. Not interesting.
3: <laughs> Just depends on how many more characters of Moose we kill off. <laughs> 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 uh, So you take your time. The world seems pretty oblivious to you. You're well-dressed, but it's not the most uncommon thing in the world. There's weirder shit happening in this town than a man dressed in a tux in afternoon. Uh, I say you get there, no problem. There's no bouncers. It's middle of the day. They're pretty lax right now.
0: I go inside. I go to the bar. Okay. I would like to purchase a bottle of the whiskey.
3: Of the whiskey. Some minor descriptions here for you. Following its namesake, there's a lot of florals happening. Uh, the colors are reds and browns and golds and creams. That, that kind of thing. There's nice spaces of flowers. It's not overabundant. If there's a chair that has upholstery, then that's obviously a floral it has the potential to be really tacky, but it kind of works. There's like three roulette tables in here. Thorn's almost short and squat and wide. The rose parlor's tall and slender. Everything about it seems tall and, and long and just very...
0: So you're making the distinction of elves and dwarves? Not on purpose.
3: Not on fine. purpose. I think high ceilings with rich people. Okay. You know you're rich if you have a high ceiling.
1: My nose won't ever hit the ceiling. Yes, exactly. As I pointed up.
3: Exactly. <laughs> uh... It's, it's low staff, but everyone actually seems pretty polite, even the, the few people that are there spending time with, with their friends. Um, mostly tease out right now, but everyone welcomes you with a nod and a smile, and are just very welcoming in general. They're not likely to strike up a conversation with you, but they're not like, oh, who's, who's this? And you go to the bar, and there is a bartender I didn't make up before this. Standard barkeep is going to have the half balding thing so he only has a little bit of hair but he keeps his head nice and shiny and he's well groomed and he has the poofy white sleeves with the garters on the sleeves and we order the whiskey he waits for the money but then he grabs it easily so yes the place is it's not packed people seem to be enjoying their afternoon here though there's also a stage with a harp on it no one's on it right now
0: is there a corner table that looks to the door
3: so there isn't a corner table necessarily. Um, a lot of the things that things the things that are in the corner are booths with heavy red curtains, with velvet curtains. I take one. Do you look around before you take one, or you just take one?
0: He just grabbed one with his shot glass
3: and his whiskey. Okay, we'll come back to you. We'll move to Al. Yes. So you make your way to the brothel, which I've now named the Three Sisters. The three sisters. <laughs> Family business.
0: <laughs> um. Well, I'd go. To my like room, I assume I have like room.
3: All all the rooms belong to the girls. It's just that you've been happen to be staying in Alice's.
0: Okay, okay, true. Okay, <laughs> yeah, no. Then I'd go to Alice's room. Close enough. We're both Al, right?
3: <laughs> Al, Al. I can see the <laughs> wedding invitations already.
0: If I didn't like see her like around, I'd see if she was there.
3: Yep, she definitely wasn't hanging out in the bottom. It's starting to get a little busier. Not crazy yet, but the the business is starting to pick up some. Uh, her door is open a crack, so you could look in if you wanted to, and I like, kind of get an idea of what, oh, what's no. going on.
0: I don't want to, I don't <sighs> want to walk in on her. Gosh, awful. I know her line of work, but <laughs> I don't want to see it.
3: Do you want to do a notice check to see if you hear anything? Yes. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay, Ooh, that's good, that's good. Twelve, uh, masks.
3: It's not sex noises that you hear. Uh, you hear, like, it sounds like she's opening drawers and kind of throwing stuff. Not angrily, just moving stuff.
0: Okay, uh, yeah, I'd, like, go in. Like, I'd, like, kind of, like, not quite open the door all the way, but definitely kind of, like, slide in, like, shut the door and just... You, uh, doing alright?
3: Oh, yeah! Oh, I have, um... You see as uh, she has, like, this handful of clothing in her in her arms. And there's a bag on her bed. She just smiles, this, this wide, brilliant smile. And she's like, I, I'm so glad you came back. Well, uh, one second, and she, she puts the, the clothes on the bed before running up to you and giving you a hug. I have the best news.
0: Uh, yeah, no, um, what, what is it? What is, what is all this? What's, what's happening?
3: I bought a shop. I'm, I'm going to be a business owner.
0: You bought a shop?
3: I bought a shop! I've been trying to collect like kind of I've been trying to collect trinkets from other John's and I've been buying stuff and I've been slowly slowly growing this collection and I think I just I want people to have a place that they can craft stuff that they might not know they want or people might need to sell off that that family heirloom and I could buy it from them and then someone else might like it later down the road I just I, I I'm gonna own a business how amazing is that Al
0: that's, it's wonderful uh, And I'll give her like a big hug Kind of do like a twirler around thing You know for a second I thought you were going to run away
3: Why? I love it here
0: I don't know you know just walk in You got clothing And a bag
3: You almost sound worried
0: I mean where will I sleep
3: <laughs> Oh I That actually is a very important question Because I'm not going to be here anymore So I guess you're going to probably have to find another girl
0: Oh, yeah, and I'm, yeah, I can always do that. Al definitely is, he's just kind of, like, looking around, but trying to seem cool.
3: Have you put her down at this point, or... Yeah, and she's yeah. Still, no, like, and like, is that like, awkward? Like, oh no, no, <laughs> yeah, no.
0: It, it would have been like a, a one twirl around, oh, okay. and I kind of just put her down, and then just like,
1: yeah, no, I, nope, I just sitting there spinning, <laughs> trying to figure out what the he's The entire time, saying. we're just spinning the whole time.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's the glitch. <laughs> She'll reach out yeah. and, and and she she puts the hand on your arm, and she's like, "I uh, you you were the one that went on talking about how not to settle." I just, I I guess I assumed once I left this line of work, you, you wouldn't really need me around anymore.
0: I, I, company, of course, has been nice. I, um, actually, I came to grab, uh, a few things. I have to meet Jared. Uh, it was good to see you again.
3: Well, um, if you ever want to stop by, I'm calling my place the Wonderland.
0: I will. I will. I. Yeah. Yeah.
3: We're we're opening tomorrow, so it'd be nice to see
0: you. Hey, I'm I'm uh, always always free to. Uh, I should probably get going.
3: <laughs> well, okay, if you're sure. Yeah.
0: No. Nope. No problem, darling. I'll, I'll. Hey, I'll see you around.
3: Well, good. Goodbye, Al.
0: Uh, and he'll give her like a, you know, just a gentle kiss on the cheek, and then uh, kind of make his way out. Even though he said he came here to get something, he's not going to grab anything. He's just going to walk out, do kind of like one of those like little kid like I don't want to leave things, like look back, <laughs> but then keep going. Cue Fox and the Hound the crying (laughs) the poetry the the everything
3: the crying the poetry the everything name (laughs) of this episode (laughs) how how you doing how you doing al
0: al's so al definitely is he's kind of feeling he's he's torn because he's definitely sticking he wants to stick to his you know tough guy. I don't want to be attached to anyone but he's also just like, damn. And she's, she's just gonna go. And what do I do now? Al's conflicted right now. Hey Jared. Hi all.
3: You are walking back to Thorn, still with a head?
2: Yes, <laughs> he still has the head. Okay. Yep.
3: People are giving you a wide berth.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: They see that you're a guard, though, so they're just kind of whispering among themselves, but they're not saying anything directly to you.
2: Hmm. Jared enjoys the space he's been given.
3: Oh, man, I should carry heads around more often. This is
2: great. Yeah. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I don't think he minds the stairs or anything. I think he's just continuing on towards the thorn. He's, um... I think at this point he might be dragging a bit, even though he's back at full health. He has, in the past two days, had the shit kicked out of him and chunks bitten out of him. So yeah, I think that's starting to catch up to him. I think he's a little weary. Other than that, him and his head are uh, just enjoying life.
3: You get there, no problem. Just like all the other buildings, this place is starting to pick up a little bit. There's a few more people in. Uh, There's definitely noise of conversation now.
2: So as he enters, he's not going to put the head away. He doesn't have, like, a magic backpack. But he is going to, like, tuck it under his arm um, a bit more discreetly. Not, obviously, there's nothing discreet about a severed zombie head. But yeah, he's going to tuck that under his arm, kind of angle himself, so it's on the far side of the bar. And, uh, I think he's going to head straight towards his room if he's uninterrupted because, uh... I think he needs to double check whether or not he was actually kicked out.
3: <laughs> yeah, so... If people notice, they don't seem to care. Mm-hmm. And you're able to go up to your room, no interruptions.
2: Man, the luxuries of living at the Thorn. <laughs> you couldn't get this treatment at the Rose. You bring a severed head in there and they're gonna ask all sorts of weird fucking questions. <laughs>
3: <laughs> happens when you hang out with criminals yeah your room did you lock it before you left does it have a lock
2: I don't know I wasn't thinking about that I assumed that uh, they locked from the inside but I, I imagine he doesn't lock it unless he's actually in there okay Yeah.
3: sounds good then it is unlocked Mm-hmm. and inside you still see your stuff
2: well that's good
3: and then in addition, there are three new items of clothing.
2: Such as?
3: On the bed, there is a pair of brand new black boots. hmm Separate from that, hanging up kind of on the standing wardrobe area, you see a crisp, clean new gray shirt. And there is a crimson tie. Kind of mm-hmm. loosely tied there near it. Another piece of clothing is a black vest that's a little bit more crumpled, and maybe it looks just a size too small. Okay. But otherwise, everything else is orderly, same place, same, same everything.
2: So Jared is going to check that out, and noting that someone has been in his room, uh, he's going to look around just to double check that nothing else is different. But I, I imagine, is is that all there is? Do you want me to flip for it?
3: No, nah, I can let you know that's all there is.
2: Yeah, Okay. So he's going to head back to his door. He's going to lock it if there's a lock. Sure. I assume there's like those simple ass stupid locks. Yeah. So he's in his sewer clothing. Rather than question the gift, um, he's going to start... Yeah, he's going to get his boots off, uh, which I'm guessing are soggy and fucking gross. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I think he's going to just start stripping down and switching... Articles for the new ones. So, yeah, I I, I won't go into much detail. <laughs> he, yeah, will. he changes clothes. <laughs> yeah. oh,
3: okay. Why didn't you just say that?
2: Yeah, there you go. So, black boots, pants, gray shirt, black vest, red tie.
3: Yep, and the vest would definitely fit snug on you. If you're wearing it, it's a little uncomfortable.
2: That's fine. I, I think, yeah, form-fitting is fine. He's cool with it. Um, yeah, he's going to put all the shit-stained clothes that he was wearing uh, way in the corner. Um, yeah, so that's... I think he's going to keep his gloves. But yeah, I th- and I think he's going to hang his duster up and, and obviously, like, grab his everything that was in his pockets. But... Yeah, I, I think for the most part, all of his clothes are just kind of in the corner. He doesn't want to deal with them. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's where he's at.
3: I know that Jarrow's kind of looking for an afternoon nap or just relaxing. Is there anything else that big you want to get accomplished?
2: Oh my god. Um, no, no, I think... Okay. I think Yeah, he's feeling snug. The vest feels like, like all the hugs he never got. <laughs> um... <laughs> I think he's going to just hop on top of the covers, and I think he's like, boots and all. And I think he's just going to stare at the ceiling until he takes a nap.
3: I want to give you shit, but I've been there, so. yeah, okay.
2: That's what he wants. (laughs) There we go.
3: Okay. Rosa, you're working. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: And it actually doesn't take too long i'd say maybe even 30 minutes on shift before you start to see a familiar face before i announce who it is is there anything you want to do before that 30 minute or in that 30 minutes
1: uh i just get accustomed to the room i guess are there files in the room
3: yeah there's there's gonna be uh okay so i remember i described it pretty cramped i'm gonna say on the right hand wall is where all the files are but it looks just about as organized as the file room that you'd went to originally. hmm And mostly it seems to be copies of the same thing. So like, hey, this top file is going to be Ritz for chasing after zombies for the death marshals. And then here's Ritz for capturing orphans, because why not? I don't know. <laughs> but you, you get it. You know, quests. there. You found the quest All log. Right.
1: Alright, I guess I'll just uh, peruse the files while I'm waiting. For nothing in particular, I guess.
3: I'm going to say there's two that jump out at you. And it's not so much that they are um, writs to hand out, it's just more notes of concern. There have been notes of children asking to enter homes, however... There are the descriptions of them don't sound right. They they have black eyes, like completely black mm. eyes. And
1: does it just say they have black eyes?
3: Like that's the biggest standout feature. And that there's like a big question, like nephilim question mark, like wondering what this could possibly be. Uh, there's no direct causation. There's like a few notes going back and forth between a few officers of so you know. It's few in reportings, it might be some new drug that's out there, it might be something that's... Not that the kids are taking drugs, but some people are seeing things like this based off this new drug. There's no solid proof of this being a real thing yet, it's just kind of rumors, hearsay. There's another document that's more formal. The officer San Pedro has been missing. He is a death marshal. No one's been watching his quadrants. Over the last few days, uh, there's concern over where San Pedro might have gone. There, it's like he often left. I also makes note of the fact that he has a pet hawk but that also has not been seen.
1: Uh, well, if it doesn't explicitly say there, the children's eyes are like pitch black, completely black. She's probably just going to think that it's weird. People are walking around town beating up children, and then trying to get into people's houses, or and then the kids are you know trying to seek shelter people's Mm -hmm. houses i don't know because i got black eyes because i got punched in the face or something
3: oh yeah i like it i sorry it took me a moment to realize what what you're saying i like it yeah no it's not saying like iris or the eyeball itself black eye you're funny i like it (laughs) yeah all right cool so you're in the middle of kind of reading these things Those are the two that kind of stand out at you Like god who's ki- who's punching kids And weird that there's a death marshal missing You you hear uh, Kind of a knock at the door And you see I believe it was your uncle that, that sent you here That wrote you the letter Yeah Yeah. So you see him and I don't think we gave him descriptors before Right?
1: Uh, no but his name's Santiago
3: Santiago oh like the Santiago Okay I forgot that your Uncle Santiago's there. And he has uh, a tail draped over his, his shoulder, but it doesn't look fresh, necessarily. <laughs> it doesn't look super old, but definitely was not a... It was a ruse. Damn it.
1: It was a ruse.
3: And he shuts the door. I'll say...
1: Okay. Oh, no, 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 I got it. Oh, uh, That's fine. I was
3: just gonna say he shuts the door, and then you can say whatever you wanted to say.
1: Bendición. With a big smile on my face. Because I don't think Rose is one for formalities.
3: So when he sees you, he's going to be very happy to see you. And he drops the tail on the ground and rushes over to pick you up and give you a big hug.
1: I'm probably picked up.
3: Yes. a big hug. (laughs) Unless you resist. Mm -mm. Do you return the hug? Are there hugs happening?
1: There are abrazos happening. Okay. That means hugs.
3: Oh, okay, thanks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he sets you down and he kind of gives your hair like a, a quick pat fix, but clearly doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. He like, This is like a sudden, like, oh, this is nice. I know he's the one that helped you come over, but I'm guessing he hasn't seen you for a while. Okay. Um, so he's like, I, it is, it's good to see you. I'm glad you made it. I'm glad you got my letter. I didn't know if you were actually going to make it here, but you did. I think it can't hold you at arm's distance. Like, Are you you doing okay? Is there, Are they treating you right?
1: (laughs) It's a little lonely over here. Um, Not having a family member close by. Uh, But I'm doing alright. I found some people uh, to hang around, and things at work are going well so far. So, uh,
3: I know you've only been here a day, but have you have you heard anything?
1: Rosa will mention, um, you know, give a little short explanation of how she's buddies with a guild official, like a high up guild official, mm-hmm. or at least yeah, they they've done work together in the sewers. She'll she'll go over that. Um, but then she'll mention that they'll they're also going to, or they've also been talking about. The train heist and um, stealing from the steam steam fitters union. And so she'll give all the details about the train heist and the steam fitters union, even though she doesn't know too much about the steam fitters one. And she really doesn't know too much about the train heist either, except that it's happening in two days now.
3: That's why I, make sure I have to reread the letter I wrote. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it mentioned um, trying to figure out... Uh,
3: a few of us are planning on relieving some soul stones from the treasury.
1: Yeah, so I don't know anything about that yet. But I'll still mention those heists, especially the train one, because there's still soul stones there. And Rosa's dun train robberies, I guess.
3: Well, that he'll, he'll kind of clap clap your arm and, and like give you a good shake. That, that might be our get. That might be what we... Might be what we do. If you've done train robbers before. I'm sure I can round up a few, a few of your cousins to come and help with this. Is it just you who's doing it, or is everyone going to do
1: it? Uh, no, it's supposed to be the group. It's a we're still figuring out the logistics of it, but it seems like people, because you know, it's one of the other. I guess people are still people are leaning towards the train robbery. So you might not need to help us if we do it because we seem pretty capable of course help wouldn't you know i'd value a lot of help uh also you know it's just one train robbery i mean it's just one train i don't know how many soul stones are going to be on there it might not be worth it for me to get involved because if it's not very many and i get caught then i'm not going to be able to uh, climb the the corporate ladder I'm not going to be able to, you know, find out more about the treasury or, or the vault or anything like that. So, um, if you don't, if you think it's not worth it for me to risk the position I'm in right now, especially with being friends with that other uh, officer who I'll mention that we talked to Samuel Hopkins himself uh, just today. So he's, you know, he's got some connections, it seems. So. It's up to you whether you think it's worth it or not.
3: His brows furl a little bit and as you talk, and he gets a little confused. Well, I don't necessarily care about the treasure. I just care about sending a message. Oh, I want the soul stones to prove a point that these—that this guild isn't so high and mighty as they think they might be.
1: Or is that what uh, Perdito wants to do?
3: Perdita has nothing to do with this. This is a pure. God, what did I decide that he? Writing the letter again. The, the guild made a bad call and it cost us some of ours. Mm. I made it purposely vague. Thanks, <sighs> Alex. Mm. So, for him, it was it was more about flipping the bird, and this is definitely not happening as an Ortega family. This is not a Perdita decision. This is a Santiago decision.
1: Okay. Well, then, perfect. Um... And then
3: you can come back
1: to your family
3: and. We, I, we have a bed ready for you, and and you can, can join us again. You don't have to stay here and, and count rat tails or whatever it is they have you doing.
1: Uh, she'll give a big smile and say, yep, I've only been here for like 30 minutes, and I know it's going to be terrible. <laughs> um, <laughs> so she seems all in then for doing the train robbery. Anything else? She'll bring up at the end of whatever conversations they have, mm-hmm. like small talk, Yeah, that she really doesn't like where she's staying right now, and if there's, like, a, a hideout in town, she would really, really appreciate being able to hang out there instead of at the, the thorn she'll mention, because the bathtub is dirty all the time!
3: Uh, no, I... Unfortunately, I don't have a better place to house you until this is all blown over. I might be able to scrounge up some some script, though. Maybe can find a better place to to room up at night. Hopefully, this doesn't last too long. He said the the train heist is just a few days away.
1: Yep. Well, I'd appreciate it. It'd be great.
3: He's like, well, uh, first off, how much do I get for the rat tail?
1: Whatever it is, yeah, I'll give him.
3: Okay, you give him. Or more I'll money. I'll
1: bring it up. Yeah.
3: You don't give him any more, just just the, the bare minimum. Oh yeah,
1: I'll, I'll give him. I'll definitely give him more.
3: Okay, um, so you give it to him, and then he promptly hands it back to you. Like, this is what I have for you.
1: Thanks. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so you gave him a blank check. No, I'm I'm guessing you, what? Were you give? Would you give him an obscene amount? Was it double?
1: I would give him more than I'd probably be comfortable with. Seeing as I'm only going to be there for a couple days, um, and with my knowledge of bureaucracy, I feel like I am capable of hiding it.
3: Picking the books. Um
1: Yeah. So yeah, I'd give them a little more than I'd probably comfortable with, but not excessive. You know, not not completely crazy. Like, how much is um, like staying at the nice place? Oops.
3: I don't think I decided yet. I don't think I even decided okay. for the thorn. Okay, well, I'd probably
1: just... I'd probably just take two days of, um... Sleeping at the nice place.
3: Okay. I could see you also pocketing money once you knew that he was just gonna give it back to you. Like, oh, well, that's the case.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, Um, exactly.
3: So, we'll say... God, The the fucking script... Translation... We'll say it was probably 10 script per night. Okay. So, 20 script. You pull from it. Well, he... goes to, like, ruffle your hair, like he would have when he were a kid, and then realizes, hey, you're not a kid anymore. He kind of just just pulls back a bit um, before he's like, ah, he goes in for the hug.
1: Rosa probably wouldn't mind getting ruffled, getting her hair ruffled.
3: Well, then I guess, yeah, if, if you didn't throw up a fuss or make a weird face as he went for the head ruffle, he would have done that instead. I'll see you around. Uh, once, once you know more information. Well, um, uh, any, any, kind of chews on his cheek as he thinks. Like, well, where are you staying? Where where can I see you? you... I'll, I'll meet you tomorrow morning. Is that enough time for you to, to decide?
1: How about tomorrow afternoon?
3: Alright. And, and where can I find you?
1: The expensive place. <laughs> <laughs> Is it the Rose? Is that where we yeah. were? Yeah, okay. Yep. Okay. Across the street from where I'm staying right now. <laughs> well, <laughs> but yeah, the rose. Yeah. So I'll just rose. say, yeah, the rose. Yeah.
3: Okay. And he, he nods. Like, well, stay out of trouble. I'll see you tomorrow afternoon.
1: I just stole from the guild. I'll stay out of trouble. Yep. <laughs>
3: Finger guns walks out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are you gonna stay and work or are you gonna peace out?
1: No, I'm gonna stay and work.
3: Okay. I'll say you work a normal nine to five job, so you got another like three four hours. I I have nothing spectacular standout plans. I will gonna hop back to Felix unless there's something you you really wanted to have happen.
1: Nope, I'm happy that something doesn't happen.
3: You would have gotten five guild script for the day's work, but because someone's taking some off the top, you get three guild script. So go ahead and add that to your.
1: Oh, darn. Turn two into (laughs) twenty.
3: Back to Felix. How much do you drink? Not much. Okay. Like, how long do you wait?
0: Hour. Hour twenty-five. Then I'll get up and survey.
3: Felix, you don't need to search long. The air buzzes with magical energies, much like a fresh spritz of perfume. It's exotic and electric, unlike your own chilling aura. As you wander towards the energy, you spot the source, a woman in a nearby booth. Her olive skin denotes a nationality you are familiar with, although you can't remember the last time you saw an Indian woman. She wears a high-collar dress, boldly sporting a purple-striped pattern. Dark hair is perfectly coiffed without a single hair out of place. For now, she ignores you in favor of brought Company, the company of a pile of books. Her half-room glasses do not slide, as she sits as if a ruler keeps her back straight.
0: I will grab my bottle and my glass, mm-hmm. go get another glass from the bartender. Mm-hmm. Uh, excuse me, is the seat taken?
3: Mm, she'll look at from my book. Oh, I believe I'm expecting you. I believe I was summoned by you. Well, it wasn't me, but... And she kind of, like, waves it off. Well, please, sit down. I know I'm not standing. He sits. Of course, two passes. As she makes a face, but she takes it and takes a polite sip before setting it down and won't touch it the rest of the time. That's fine. <laughs> so you must, you must be Dr. Hyde.
0: You can call me Felix.
3: And she extends a hand, but, like, the annoying way... Or it's like just kind of a floppy wrist.
0: <laughs> He'll take it gingerly <laughs> and shake that floppy <laughs> wrist.
3: You can call me Bell.
0: Wonderful. So, you have information, questions, something?
3: At this point, she drops eye contact and goes back to her book. Although, uh, right before then, she takes off her glasses and she tucks them away. But she's still acting like she's reading as she's talking. It seems as if... Well, how much do you know about the Union? Mm-hmm
0: very little. It seems I know more about dead things now than them.
3: She'll look up. Are you trying to hide it at all?
0: No. At that, I'd like flare my blue veins.
3: Interesting. And it does distract her from her book for a moment.
0: I'm gonna reach over to Whiskey Glass and cool it. Just...
3: Don't be a fool. I get, I, I, I get you have powers. You're not special in that sense. However, and again, she kind of, it's a very calculating left right analytical thing as she's like looking at her features, and it's clear that she's cataloging it in some mind palace of her own. The union believes in the rights of what the guild view as lesser those of us who are willing to work hard, and those of us that believe we deserve to be rewarded for our hard work. You could say part of the union liberates certain minerals and make sure they, they go into the proper hands. The hands that the guild may not be fond of. The unfortunate thing is is um, there is an unauthorized personnel who is also liberating these minerals. At this point she, her jaw tightens a little and you, you feel that kind of electric energy happen again. But she takes a deep breath and she calms down. What's more frustrating than simply our soul stones being stolen is that the witnesses of the thief can't seem to remember a thing at all. Not one detail. Whoever it is doesn't care to get caught. I don't know what sort of magic they have that makes them so invisible and bl- to, to our sight. And she, she starts to stammer, she mm-hmm, talks herself again, goes back to reading. We've been watching you, Dr. Hutt. We've noticed that you've gained some unsavory friends. Perhaps if you're able to find this personnel and bring them to us, alive, there could be a handsome reward in it.
0: Can you give me more information on this reward? You see, I have my own mission, my own needs, my own guild toppling things to get to
3: Well, I would say the obvious is that there's some wealth involved. Uh, I believe we'd be willing to loan out a sample of some of our other goods. If you're able to do this for us, I believe there'd be some further work that could benefit both of us.
0: I'm in. Where do I start?
3: Hopefully by finding something that you don't forget.
0: Will you be contacting me through sealed envelope?
3: I mean, again, that wasn't me. Frankly, I'd rather just handle this entirely by writing, but I understand why they did it. you insist, and I don't know why you need to meet me again before this is all over. If you have any questions, you can go to our union office in downtown. That would probably be the best... I can't remember the name of the girl, but there's a girl that works at the desk. She has moments of being useful, so I'm told. Uh, I believe she'd be the person to, to direct yourself towards. Is she giving off a vibe that she doesn't like people? Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, not to be
0: frank, you, uh, suffer from some sort of personnel psychosis, don't you? Your friends are words and ink on page. Your body language is tingling.
3: I've had worse things said to me.
0: I will say this you can tell your employer. I would love to deal with you next time. Thank you for this conversation. He stands up just and like that. goes
3: away.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he left his glasses, by the way.
3: That's where her TV show, the camera would pan, and one of the books, she would move over, and there's a pencil inside of it. It's a journal. She writes down some, some handy things before generally going back to Malitho's Al- agriculture and GU book. puts your glasses back on. You're able to leave. No problem. Where would you like to go? This is about three. Home. Al, you get to the place about an hour and a half's past, so it's about that three o'clock time, too. So, yeah, I would say you see Felix leaving. Um, are you leaving with your collar popped? Are you
0: yeah, just ghosting? Like- okay. So, I, I I definitely try to way to him. Uh, uh, Philip, Oh, no. Felix will turn. <laughs> just icy, cold daggers and smile in that super creepy Horror movie way and just effortlessly float pretty much over across the street. Yeah, Al, Al very audibly, <laughs> just creepy smiles. God damn it, why is Rosa not here? Oh my gosh, yeah. I was like, where the fuck is Rosa? <laughs> <laughs> Good afternoon, Al. But my name is Felix, not Philip. Right, right. Felix. Felix, not. Right. Uh, you seen Jer? No. Does he live around these parts? Yes. Oh. Where'd you come from? I had a drink with a patient of mine. You're saying a patient in a bar? Yes. She is a sophisticate, if you will. She can't be seen in the the office right pretend to know what that means (laughs) uh well i mean if you're done with your thing uh, i'm gonna go see jared jared perfect would you like to i will tag along perfect oh here i'll hand him the bottle of whiskey what's left Al immediately takes just, like, the biggest just gulp. Ah, uh, you're too kind. You, uh, looked in need. I am always in need. Think of it as a gift. A new friendship, perhaps. Shall we? Yes. After you. Uh. So yeah, Al will definitely make his way in there. Just draining the last of whatever's in here as he goes. I assume, yeah, I've been to like Jared's room, so I'd go. Yep. Go on up. Uh, unless it is locked, I'm not knocking.
3: Well, it's definitely locked.
0: Damn it. <laughs> jiggle, jiggle, jiggle. Jiggle,
3: jiggle.
0: Uh, yeah, I'll probably jiggle it like several times before actually knocking. Like, you know, if like Jared's like jiggle, awake, jiggle, 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 jiggle. he definitely no, it's me. <laughs>
3: Jared, was it the lock that has like a, a knob lock, or is it the chain lock that you can kind of open the door?
2: I, I imagine it's a knob lock. Okay, um, cool.
3: Just wanted to make sure.
2: Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, upon hearing the jiggle, jiggle, and and whatnot, um, Jared's gonna wake up, but he does that thing where he doesn't really like move or say anything. He just kind of flies there staring straight back <laughs> up to the ceiling and just kinda waits to see if it goes away.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to disappoint, but uh yeah no if the jiggling doesn't get an answer, then I start knocking with the
2: bottle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so um Okay, so yeah if he pipes up can, Yeah okay <laughs> so uh Knowing now that it's Al and not some drunk trying to get into the wrong room. <laughs> yeah, he's he's slowly going to pick himself up. I imagine the room reeks from his, his outfit in the corner. But like, uh, he's fresh as a rose, almost. He fixes his hair a bit. He just runs his hands like straight back. I, I think he's going to go to the door. He's going to hesitate as he reaches for the knob. Do I really want to do this? He could probably make it out a window or something. But yeah, so um, he will unlock the door and uh, open it up a crack and just kind of stare. Hey, Jared, what are you? Are you naked? No, he's dressed. He's super <laughs> dressed. <laughs> so you see what I say? Like you're um, just
0: cracking the door, he's just, and he'll also be trying to look through the crack. Are you?
2: Are you naked? trying to bust so, in now <laughs> so okay so so at that uh chair will will open the door all the way for his uh his guests <laughs> i guess you would call them kind of just steps back he still hasn't really said anything i imagine he's still a little groggy
0: yeah we should uh we should talk but yeah yeah where's uh where's rosa
2: jared shrugs at that he uh and uh, asks for the time
0: oh it is pulls out pocket watch
2: it is about three jared nods a bit probably back at the office
0: perhaps we should wait for rosa sounds like a good idea mind if we wait inside you know there's a bar downstairs right will kind of like swish around, probably to like the drop left in the bottle. Yeah, we probably should wait downstairs, huh?
2: Yeah, Jared nods and um, yeah, go down. I'll, I'll join you later.
0: Oh, nonsense. I'm gonna slap him on the back and say, uh, first round's on me. It'll be a great time to discuss your daytime sleeping habits. I have to check in while I'm patient.
2: So Jared kind of pauses for a moment. But, uh, he accepts free drinks, regardless. So, uh, he, yeah, he <laughs> follows them. Follows them out, uh, doesn't lock the door.
3: Felix, go ahead and give me a straight flip. <clears throat> Flipping. Ten of rams! You do remember Brecca. You don't have a lot of context for her. But just remember she's the weird girl. She's the girl- that we tend to <laughs> see on the sewers. That <laughs> tried to see- <laughs> tried to steal in the sewer is that she was spooked by you, she tried to hide behind a chair, and I was like, only your real encompassing knowledge. But you, remember her. Her.
0: Hey there, gorgeous. Thanks for listening to us today. And if you liked this episode, why don't you go ahead and subscribe? Might as well rate and review us while you're at it. Now, if you're Looking for updates? You can find us at soulstorypod.com. In case you're looking to stay in touch, we're also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Soulstorypod. Now, if you wanted to keep in touch with all of us folks personally, you can find us on Twitter. You can find Moose at Mooseyfo, Spencer at Spare Bear the Meek, the lovely man who plays yours truly, Albert Long, at Hot Bam with three m's logan at kotl of the light and alex at roll for alex and as always i'm your huckleberry